From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Monday, April 12th, 2021. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. Governor Mike DeWine is pushing more Ohioans to get vaccinated as COVID cases rise across the state. Brittany Bailey reports. The governor visited a mass vaccination site at Circleville High School this weekend, along with First Lady Fran DeWine. During his visit, he spoke about the importance of getting vaccinated. And the latest numbers from the Ohio Department of Health show there are now about 4 million Ohioans who have received their first dose of the COVID vaccine. That's almost 35 percent of our state. More than 21 percent of the state has finished being vaccinated. I'm Brittany A handful of sites in Colorado, North Carolina, and Georgia have stopped giving Johnson & Johnson coronavirus vaccines following adverse reactions. Gabriela Garcia has more with Dr. Bruce Vanderhoff with the Ohio Department of Health. ODH says they haven't gotten any message indicating there should be any concern. If there is a reason to be concerned, they will notify us. And at this stage in the game, the reports that I heard coming out of those sites actually, to me, sounded far more like vasovagal reactions and not... Uh, yet a a cause for me to believe we should change anything. Symptoms are expected for a lot of people. Just follow the instructions they give you after you get vaccinated at that vaccine site. Reporting in Columbus, Gabriela Garcia. Symptoms have ranged from dizziness and nausea to rapid breathing and fainting. Three windows were broken and other damage done in the Ohio State House after a man broke into the building seeking medical assistance last night. The State Highway Patrol says a man broke into the State House, used a fire extinguisher to spray chemicals on the building's rotunda floor, and then called 911 seeking medical help. Columbus police responding to the call early this morning found the man outside on the west lawn of the building near the monument to former Ohio Governor and President William McKinley. Spokesman Lieutenant Craig Savetton says the man appeared to be under the influence of drugs and said he was trying to get help related to his use of illegal narcotics. The state patrol said that man, whose name has not yet been released, will be facing several charges. Over the weekend, some people in Cleveland and other cities held demonstrations over proposed legislation at the State House. Lena Lai explains. The groups are condemning what they believe are anti-protest bills. They believe that several bills in Ohio will limit their right to freedom of speech. For example, the bill states there could be fines or even jail time for some protesters. Supporters of the bill say they are simply designed to keep order in the community and to prevent protests from getting out of control. I'm Lena Lai. A bill is being introduced today that would put a cap on how much property taxes could increase for some Ohioans. ONN's Dave James reports. The legislation is from State Senator Herschel Craig, a Columbus Democrat, and Franklin County Auditor Michael Stenziano, who says, We've had older residents in particular reach out capacity as auditor that are 90 and 85 years young, saying that when they see a property valuation increase, knowing that's going to be tied to that tax rate, that they are going to not be able to maintain those payments. It would cap annual property tax increases at 5% for households that are at or below their county's average median income. Dave James, I went in news. Ohio's governor is delaying the three remaining executions that were scheduled for this year. More from ONN's Eric Brown. Governor Mike DeWine is following through with his announcement that there will be no executions in 2021. He cited a lack of a source for lethal injection drugs, as well as lawmakers' unwillingness to make change in execution process a priority. DeWine has said he believes that lethal injection is off the table for future executions in Ohio, and lawmakers must choose a different method of capital punishment before any inmates can be put to death in the future. Three scheduled executions have been pushed back to some point in 2024. Eric Brown, ONN News. 
Former Ohio Treasurer Josh Mandel, who has announced a bid for the U.S. Senate next year, was escorted out of a Republican National Committee donor retreat in Palm Beach, Florida on Friday. The Cincinnati Inquirer reports that Mandel attended the retreat to get face time with top Republican donors ahead of what promises to be a crowded primary field for the seat currently held by Senator Rob Portman. Mandel was not on the invite list and was escorted out after being asked to leave. Former Ohio GOP Chair Jane Timken, one of Mandel's Republican opponents for next year, was also at the event but was allowed to stay because as a top Republican donor herself, she was on the guest list. About 40% of all abortions in the U.S. are now done through medication rather than surgery, and that option has become all the more pivotal during the COVID-19 pandemic. Molly Brewer reports. Abortion rights advocates say the pandemic has demonstrated the value of telemedicine, including abortions taking place in a woman's home instead of a clinic. Abortion opponents are pushing legislation in several Republican-led states to restrict the method and, in some cases, to ban abortion via telemedicine. Ohio enacted such a ban earlier this year, though the law has been temporarily blocked by a lawsuit. Molly Brewer, ONN News. A new law went into effect in Ohio today that allows home delivery of hard liquor. ONN's Dave James has the details. Three months ago, Governor Mike DeWine signed House Bill 674, which makes delivery of alcohol permissible seven days a week, including holidays, as long as the beverage remains in its original container. The person receiving the delivery must be at least 21 years old. Among other features of the legislation, bars can stay open until 4 a.m. instead of 2.30 if they purchase a new J permit, and passengers at airports can take their drinks to the gate instead of remaining at an airport bar or restaurant. Dave James, I went in news. A book being released tomorrow by a former U.S. House Speaker from southwestern Ohio is turning a lot of heads. Owen and Steve Vaughn reports. Republican John Boehner of Westchester served in the House for nearly a quarter century, and he was Speaker between 2011 and 2015. His new book, entitled On the House, a Washington memoir, attacks fellow Republicans like Jim Jordan and former President Trump, whom he blames for the January 6th insurrection at the U.S. Capitol. Most of his venom, though, is saved for Senator Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz, go f- Yourself. An audio excerpt of the book was released by Axios. Steve Vaughn, ONN. Groups that market the city of Cleveland are using the upcoming NFL draft to launch a new campaign. Marissa Sines has more with Colette Jones from Destination Cleveland. Engage Cleveland, Destination Cleveland, and Team Neo have all teamed up and launched a new campaign called the Cleveland Wants to Draft You campaign. While the city hopes anyone will make their way for good, it's actually targeting people who aren't strangers to the city. We're targeting former residents. We're targeting former students. A study by LinkedIn showed that since the pandemic began, Cleveland saw a 6% growth in people who were marking it as their new home, but also shows that people are still leaving Cleveland, but at a much smaller rate. Marissa signs downtown. And the Ohio State Buckeyes are back on the field today as the university opens up ticket sales for their spring game. More from Tracy Townsend. Head coach Ryan Day spoke about adjusting to COVID-19 times. We had to adjust with no fans, uh, and then we kind of got used to that. Now we have to adjust to having fans again. Thank goodness that uh, you know we're able to get some people in the stands. Looking forward to uh, have our guys play in front of a crowd. Capacity will be capped at around 19,000 people, and 10,000 of those seats are going to be for frontline workers. Masks will be mandatory for everyone in attendance, and fans are going to be grouped in pods while they are in the stands. I'm Tracy Townsend. 
Special thanks to affiliate stations WBNS-TV in Columbus, WKYC-TV in Cleveland, and WTOL-TV in Toledo for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Daniel Barnett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.